This is Overwatch. Tune in for the latest information and news for the hunting, shooting and outdoors. Okay, guys, this one has been coming for a while because it's something I've noticed in the industry and I've had many people talk to me about this. And I was really impressed with uh, the person I've got on today because they have just written an open letter. So Joe from Range and Field, South Australia, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, really good. All right. So your open letter, mind you, Big props because it was fantastic to read and I think you've made it very clear on some of the things that you are being impacted by. Do you want to fill in our listeners who might not have had the chance to actually have uh, read the letter? Yeah, sure. So we are a very small um, firearms and ammunition shop in the Adelaide Hills and we commenced our business in 2020 and at the time we were banking with one of the big four banks and back then we asked um, can we open a bank account in the name of Range and Field Uh, and we were told no basically because we sell firearms they feel that it's uh, too much of a risk to allow us to put our money in the bank. (laughs) Um, We also started off with like a, a square reader so that our customers could use FBOS and um, credit card. And Square actually shut us down with no warning, kept half of our money for six months before they would release it. <laughs> yeah, wow. I have heard similar stories from other companies and talking about the bigger banks not doing business because firearms are deemed a, whether it be a political issue, whether it be a, that it's not good press for them, which is really interesting because nothing we are doing is illegal. It's all law abiding stuff. You're meeting all government policies, procedures, legislation. So it is definitely a form of discrimination and something that can significantly impact your business. Absolutely. Like, I think that our business or our industry is probably one of the most highly regulated because we do have to follow the letter of the law and we have, uh, you know, checks and balances that we have to go through all all of the time. And by not being able to offer a visa or an FPOS sort of option for customers, but that cuts out a lot of people. They can't purchase on the day or anything like that. I know speaking to another company down in Tasmania, they were saying they had a lot of issues with freight and online purchases, and that has significantly impacted their business to the point where I think, don't quote me exactly, but he was saying something like 50% of revenue was taken away from them because they couldn't send things easily through transport companies denying it basically. We are pretty lucky in South Australia because it is our standard operating procedure to post guns through Australia Post. So that sort of saves us there. We did look at an option of getting a, you know, a career, but you have to 
spend so much a month with them, which, you know, we're a small business and we wouldn't be doing that. But WA and Tasmania are especially bad where they have to send everything via courier. So it's not just the banks. Obviously, there's other issues up front. What are you also being impacted by over there? Social media. (laughs) Social media is huge. We have been on social media since we started on the two big ones in Australia, I suppose you would say. And this year we have actually had our page taken down with no recourse. You can't speak to anyone. You can't put in that you don't agree, but it's a robot computer that just says, oh, no, that goes against our community standards, where, I mean, what's the community? We have a big hunting and firearms community and we're not no one's. Guns are scary, I suppose. I think it's a broader issue and it's one we've spoken previously with a range of people and whether it be videos being censored or taken down, whether it be posts and things like that. And look, that's why I'm a very big advocate of X or the old Twitter because I think that's doing wonderful things in that Elon Musk, who's the owner, is basically very much about free speech and that they're not going to be censored. And I think... There is a hesitancy for some people to jump over to that platform because they're comfortable with the ones that they're currently using. But I'd love to see the broader firearm community really embrace X as the main go-to and the main one. Have you thought on social media about trying to post through like the groups and just a bit of advertising on the things there because that's less likely to be impacted? Yes. So this year there is sort of a bit of a warning that you're probably going to get taken off. Um, So we created a, at first we called it hunting guns and ammo group, but uh, with all of the words, we've changed it to hunting and equipment group. So we've got lots of our followers on there and we share hunting photos and tips and things like that. But yes, we have also moved to X, but unfortunately there's just not a big following of it yet in Australia. And What is extremely frustrating is you'll put up a post and you know that another person or another gun shop has posted something very, very similar and yours gets taken down and theirs doesn't. And, I mean, it happens the other way around as well. So even on TikTok, we've been kicked off multiple times uh, just because we had a gun There was one of us shooting clays and that got taken down, whereas I know there's heaps of people that actually have TikTok accounts about shooting clays. It's really interesting how the algorithms work and I was talking to Backfire TV over in the US and he has a very large YouTube channel and some of the issues he has when he's posting, he'll post something very, very similar, but it won't get approved because the algorithm will pick it up and then he changes a few wording – He changes a few words and then all of a sudden he's good to go. So it's really interesting how the algorithm works and what they do allow and what they don't. I've seen some absolutely abhorrent videos of people getting injured, bashed, shot on social media accounts, killed. And then when someone's shooting a clay target, I hear this all the time, that gets taken down because that's in breach of the standards. And some of the things I see going on, I go, well, hold on. There is a vast, vast difference in what is being shown. Absolutely. And you just have to guess what it's going to be like on the day. Like some days it'll go through and other days it won't. And 
I think Facebook this year has stepped up their algorithm exponentially because last year it was Instagram we kept getting kicked off of and this year it's Facebook. They've done a total swap. I know they're the same company. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's very interesting if how it's all working and it is something I think is a big, big issue for the hunting and shooting community and it's only probably going to get worse. But it's something – how do we get through this and how – what can people do out there to support small businesses like yourself because – I know I've spoken to my local member and raised some of these issues. Is that the only thing people can really do or what else can they do to support you guys? Like and share our stuff and just, and everyone, all gun clubs and gun shops. I know some of the gun clubs are actually being targeted in Australia at the moment as well and having their posts taken down. So just like and share and support your local gun shop and your local club and get out there and go hunting, which we all love doing. Okay, Joe. look, I really appreciate your time um, taking away from the business to be able to talk to us and raise awareness about this issue because it is becoming more and more prevalent. So if you're out there and you're listening, please do as much as you can to support our small industry and be vocal about it because we definitely need things like this to be raised in media because it is discrimination, especially from law-abiding citizens and businesses being restricted in their trade. And that's what's essentially happening now. If this was a different industry, there would be all hell breaking loose, but because it's the shooting community, nothing seems to happen. There is one more thing that people can do, and that is get everyone in your family to have a firearms licence from whatever age it is in your state. The more people with firearms licences, the more we can lobby with our politicians and the more positive press we get, the better for our industry. I've said it before, strength in numbers, and I totally agree with what you're saying. So everyone out there, introduce people to hunting and shooting and get more and more involved because that is the way forward because numbers are key for the political votes and that's what we need. All right, Joe, thank you very much for joining us. This has been Overwatch. Bye for now. If you have a topic, guest, question, or any gear that you want to hear about on the podcast, shoot us an email, australianhuntingandbeyond at gmail.com. Alternatively, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All the links are in the show notes. If you haven't already, make sure you give us a review and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.